0: This call is being recorded. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to the podcast for moms who mean business. Um, my name is Dot Allport, and with me is Lenore Ortel. We are two work-at-home moms who are sharing our tips and tricks on how to work hard, smarter, not harder. And before we get into the call, just so we get everybody gets a little background. Um, again, my name is Dot Allport and i am uh my business is three sisters laughing and also i'm the managing director for the e women's network in suburban philadelphia um i i totally believe that women in business make a difference so that's how i how i got into working from home and i am a mom of a 21 17 year old and a 7 year old and uh, so today's topic about calendars is really important because scheduling everybody and everything <laughs> is always a challenge. Um, and part of of my philosophy is, you know, you can't change how much time you have. You can only manage it better. So working smarter and not harder is imperative in order to survive and maintain my sanity. So um, Lenore, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Um, before we start uh, talking about Google Calendar.
1: So uh, my name is Lenore Ortel, and I own a company called Lola Tech, which does website development and social media consulting for small businesses. And I will be a work-at-home mom in just a little bit because I'm pregnant with my first baby. Um, by the way, this is a perfect topic because I'm eight months pregnant today, and pregnancy brain is kicking in. And if it's not on a calendar and it doesn't pop up on every screen I own, it doesn't exist. The event never happened. It never will happen. So I live by Google calendars.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So timely is important. So um, what's funny is that when working at home, sometimes we, we, we can either manage our time or let it manage us. So we're definitely in keeping with the theme of working smarter and not harder. And I think that Google Calendar is a great solution <laughs> in that regard. Um, it's it's a free calendar that has is a great great way to kind of organize your life online. And in the next 20 minutes, we're going to have going to have you get to know more about this great Google service because a lot of times. We are so busy, we don't actually get to take the time to see what it can do, and we really want to share with you uh, some, of the, some of the probably most common ways to use a Google Calendar as far as we're concerned, and then give you some great Google Calendar basics so you can navigate around, and of course, some tips and tricks. We've got 10 tips and tricks that will help you get more out of your Google Calendar. So you can add events, schedule your agenda to be email, emailed to you, or and some more valuable tricks that come out of this. So to start out, we're going to go ahead and jump in to like the seven reasons to use a Google Calendar. So Lenore, what 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 is what's at the top of your list?
1: I think a big one is that you're able to share your calendar with other people. You know, that way, you know everybody is on the same same playing field, they know what you're doing, and if those people decide to share their calendar with you, you can see what they're up to also. So, I mean, it's really helpful if you have coworkers or children that all have separate calendars, you can separate them out and you can visualize each person's schedule separately or put them together. So uh, sharing your schedule is a big one for me.
0: So I I can appreciate that. For me, also, um, the next one for me you know, to follow up with that is, you know, I can get to my calendar where whatever device I have in my hand, whether it's my phone, whether it's a tablet, or whether it's my uh, my computer. Because um, the great thing about the calendar is that it syncs back and forth, and and it's it's seamless. <laughs> you put it in, and it, and and when you go to your desk, it's sitting there. There's no buttons to push. There's you know no great process. So. I love that I can I don't have to have a paper calendar anymore. I can just take my phone and it just comes with me. I've got it I've got my Google Calendar and I don't have to load anything or do anything other than put it in my phone when I have it in my hand. So definitely it's a calendar for on the go.
1: Another one is Google Calendar can be a pesky as you want it to be you know it can be just a simple calendar that you go to online or you can set it up to have reminders sent to your email your text messages yeah i mean it will literally text you and say don't forget you have this event coming up in 15 20 30 minutes however you set it for and what's great too is if you're just sitting at your computer you can set it so a message pops up on your computer as well so you don't even have to have it open to have these reminders coming to you.
0: Awesome. So and and for me of course is when you have when you share your calendars, you can also invite people to events that are on your calendar and then it lets you keep track of whether the people are RSVPing to your to the event, whether it's a meeting or a phone call. And sometimes when you have family, sometimes you have to schedule a family meeting, but it lets you know either in the in the calendar or by email. Whether everybody says yes or no. Um, So it is a good one. Another one,
1: and I'm a Googleaholic. I try to use all of Google's applications because I think they work so seamlessly together. But I understand that everybody's on the bandwagon. So what's nice about Google Calendars, too, is you can sync Google Calendars to go to if you're already using. Uh, Microsoft Outlook or Apple iCalendar or Mozilla Thunder, you can have them all sync together. So you can still use those applications, but have all the functionality
0: of Gmail. Very good. Very cool. I know a lot of people are Microsoft Outlook people. Um, I, I also love the fact about Google Calendar is that everybody thinks, oh, if I don't have Internet access, I can't get to my calendar. Nope. With Google Calendar, you can set it so that you can actually get to it um, offline. You have offline access where you can read your calendar no matter where you're at. So you should know when you're on your computer, if somehow the the internet goes down, you're going to still have access to your calendar if you set it up that way. And same thing with your phone. So it's not like it disappears when the the power goes out. Yeah, and you know, another point too
1: for people that are just really into their paper calendars and don't want to give up that that control of having it written down in front of them. You can always take your calendar and print off a copy and you know stick it in your binder, stick it in your notebook. So you still again have all the functionality, but that can you can have a printout
0: as well. But and I think the
1: oh sorry yes go ahead
0: no 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 go that's that's, ahead you got it
1: the biggest part of it the best part of Google calendars is it's free it's all 100% free they're not going to hit you up I've been using it for a couple years now they're not going to hit you up later and be like well here are some features but if you want to have all the features you have to pay for it nope everything with Google calendars is 100% completely free
0: and and I as free it's a great way to kind of get your foot wet and transition from paper to being online because it is free you you're you're not you're not losing any resources or spending any money and going oh this is not going to work and the great thing is about Google is that they are always improving their products so oh, yeah. you know they're always adding features so in order to really be able to navigate cal- uh Google Calendar we really want to introduce you guys some some good Google Calendar basics so one of the first things you're going to do is that if you have Google Calendar, it, it creates a calendar for you, one calendar, but you can have multiple calendars. And to create a new calendar, the best thing to do is what you're going to find is um, they'll be on your left-hand side of column, which will have uh, the a monthly calendar and then a list of your calendars. And at this point, if you've just started, you only have one calendar. If you click on My Calendar… It'll draw. It'll create a drop down, and then it'll let you create a whole new calendar. And in that calendar, button you you get to put in that information. So you get to put in the name of the calendar, and you can set up the time zone, and um and even enter a little a little note for yourself for what the calendar is for, and then create it. And voila, you have yourself a calendar. So um and then all the calendars that you create. Will show up below that. So um, and and so with multiple calendars, I'm going to pass it off to you, Lenore.
1: Yeah, just to go back one step, if you sure. um, to to just even create a new calendar, if you have a Gmail account, which a lot of people do, if you go up to the very top navigation bar, you'll see Calendar, and you just click on that, and that will take you to where you can log in and actually create your first calendar or you could just go to calendars.google.com. But if you already have a Gmail set up, click calendars, and it'll take you to that login screen. Yeah, so back to uh, creating multiple calendars, you can have a calendar set up for your work, your personal life, or you could have one for each of your kids. However you want to organize the different parts of your life, Google Calendar can accommodate for that. So once you're in Google Calendars, on the left-hand side of the screen, you're going to see a little tab that says my calendars that'll list all the ones you currently have and like I said you'll you'll only have one to begin with but you'll see a little arrow button to the right of my calendars just click that drop down and the first option is create new calendar and then you're going to go through the same steps like you did when you created the first one your calendar name your description your location time zone and uh, and then you can even select what colors you want that event to show up at. So if your son's little league team has blue jerseys and you want all the games to show up in blue, go for it. If you have a favorite color that you want all of your personal events to show up on, you can do that too. And it's fun because you can add different colors and textures to really make each calendar stand out because you can show multiple calendars at the same time so that all the events can stand out for you.
0: And uh, uh go ahead. I was
1: gonna say if you want to talk about how to add a specific event.
0: Yeah. So you when you add you can add a specific event and there are a couple of different ways that you can add an event. You can literally, when you're looking at the calendar, pick the time, just take your arrow and click on the time that you want to create an event. And a little box will pop up. It'll um you'll be able to type in the title. Um, and at that point, and then if you want to add more detail to it, it'll let you edit the, the event details. Generally, when it pops up, a, a creating event right off the calendar, it just fills in for one hour. So if you click on 1 or 1.30, it'll go from one thirty to 2.30. Now, if you use the quick add feature, which is up, uh, in, the, and up in the left-hand corner, corner or you can use you can also um type the letter Q. What you can do is you can type in everything in the quick ad. So say for example um I have a I have a, a baseball game and literally I can put in uh you know Will's baseball game Tuesday 8 p.m at you know such and such You know, baseball field. And literally, it'll take all the information and put it into an event. So it'll create the title. And if you just put in the day, it'll automatically, the day of the week, it'll automatically put it in the the very next Tuesday or the very next Wednesday. Um, The other way to create an event is, of course, there is a create button. (laughs) So you can click it and we'll let you, it'll, bring up the whole page that it will allow you to fill in all the details of an, of an event. And then Google's thing is, is you have – it starts out with the title, the uh, times, and you can choose to have it all day or not. It, it will also give you the option to um, have events that, are, that repeat, um, which could almost be a whole tutorial in itself. <laughs> uh, you can put in where it's at and some of the information. And, um, also the ability to do reminders and that kind of stuff, so those are all in how all located under creating an event so, and from there, I think it might be good to know how to delete and remove an event, so I'll let you do that, Lenore, so you know there's
1: nothing like that feeling of crossing off. Uh, on your to-do list well sometimes it's just as nice to hit the delete button on an event that you perhaps don't want to go to <laughs> so it's always good to know how to do it and it really it couldn't be simpler if you are looking at your calendar all you have to do is just click on one of the events um, and you'll see once an event is created the title becomes a hyperlink and will bring you to a page that has all of the details and up on the top uh, left of the screen, there's a delete button. So if you hit delete. It's going to give you three options. It's going to say, do you want to delete only this instance? It, um, if that's if you have if you have it set up for every Tuesday, you're meeting Sally at the coffee shop, um, and you just want to delete one time because you know Sally got the flu. You hit only this instance, or you know, uh, Tuesdays no longer work for you and you're going to switch it to another day. The next option is to delete all of the following ones. And then you can just create a new event on your new day. Or your third option is you and Sally got in a big fight and you never want to talk to her again and you don't care about (laughs) the other events that have happened. The last one is all events in this series. So it'll delete it from your calendar like it never happened and it's never going to happen in the future. So you just select one of those and hit save and that's it or even quicker than that is you can just if you if you hover over the um the title of your event you'll get a small little box underneath and on the left hand side it just says delete and that the default for that is just to delete that one event so that's it i mean it really could not be any simpler
0: and so as with all google products all this information can be found on the internet. We're just trying to give you guys some basics to be able to navigate around. Um, so, if, if you have any questions, all of this information is available to you, um, if, and just you can you can Google it. Um, we we always how, are looking. Go ahead. I just love how Google's a verb. You yeah, Google. it. <laughs> You just Google it. So um, we're always looking at to customize technology, and you can customize Google so that you can work smarter, not harder. And so we have got some 10 tips to make Google Calendar more productive for you. Um, and so, uh, Lenore, why don't you tell them about keyboard shortcuts? So,
1: no, I mean, the way Google is set up, you probably will never need to use the shortcuts because everything is right on the tip of your or right on your fingertips. But in case you want to know some short, quick uh, keyboard uh, shortcuts, um, Google of course has an answer for that too because they have an answer for everything. So if you hit S while you're looking at your keyboard or I'm sorry, at your calendar, it's going to take you to the settings menu. Um, D will take D as in day, W as in week, and M as in month. Will change how you're looking at it, so it'll go either to the day of the week that you're currently in, your week view, or your month display. And if you hit the forward slash, that's gonna pull up your search box. So if you remembered that you had some event in some months, but all you could remember was that it was in uh, Philadelphia, and you can't remember anything else. You can just search for the word Philadelphia and it will pull up every event that has that keyword in it. And uh, the last one is Q, which just brings up your quick ad. Although I don't know how you, why you'd ever want to use that because you could just really just click on the day and it'll bring you there, un- unless your event's far off in the future and you're not looking at that exact month.
0: So, and, and Google has lots and lots of shortcuts. So, that's just a few yes. That, yes. that you might. Quick. Um, one of the things that I find really useful and customizing is that you can add different time zones. Um, I actually have uh, clients that are on the West coast and in the center time zone. So it's great for me to look at my calendar and see when that person's going to be talking to me in their time zone. So when I'm talking to them, I can say, Oh, we're talking at 11 o'clock and you're not having this conversation of like, is that 11 o'clock your time or my time? Um, the easiest way to activate that is it's all lo- located under the settings menu, uh, under the general tab, and you'll just have to go down and, uh, and so you can see your current time zone and then click on show an additional time zone, and it'll let you pick them, or it'll show all of them. Um, and you'll get to see the time zones when you're looking at your day view or your week view. So it is really a great way to be able to keep track and stay, have have a clear communication about what you're doing and when you're doing it when you're dealing with clients or family that are in different time zones.
1: That's um, a great point. Absolutely. So um, I'll, I'll touch a little bit on how to add national holidays to your calendar because it's always nice to look forward to, you know, we have – Labor Day coming up soon, and it's nice to, sometimes those days kind of flip your mind. So it's really simple. All you do is if you're looking at your calendar, just hit F, which will bring you to the settings, and click on the Calendars tab. And then there's a little section called Browse for Interesting Calendars. And Google has already populated all these different interesting calendars that you might be interested in. And uh, one of them is National Holidays. So you just, from there, you click which nationality you would like to have, and they've got a ton of them. Everything from the U.S. to Portuguese to Singapore, you, you name it, they've got it, and you just click it and hit subscribe, and it'll automatically populate your calendar for you.
0: Awesome. I You know what? I know that, that it's a saving grace in my mind because I don't ever remember when is – so when's Labor Day or when's, the, when's Memorial oh, Day yeah, or –
1: on the same morning.
0: When is Easter? Um, so the uh, the other tri- t- tips that I find that helps my productivity is that Google will allow you to customize the date range that you're looking at. So when you're looking at it, it'll let you look at a day, week, month, five days, and you can change that five days. So you can view two, three, four, five, six, or seven days at one time. Or two, three, or four weeks at a time, um, and it's I the default is is for four days. But you know, if you're like me, I like to look at my work week all at all at the same day, all at the same time. So I tend to do five days, um, and the that is also located in the settings. Um, and if you scroll down to custom view, to custom view, there'll be a drop down menu that'll let you choose those options. And also if you're somebody who's only using your Google Calendar for work, you can have it um show the weekends. It'll it'll it has as a option where it says show weekend and you get to go yes or no. So if you're using if you're trying to really focus in on only what you're doing at work and you don't want to look at the weekends, you can totally have that option as well. So um oh, and, and <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> you gotta
1: have something to look forward to.
0: That's right. You have something to look forward to and and sometimes less is better. You know, when you're looking at something. So, um it's a great way to 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 help focus what you're looking at, looking at and not get distracted.
1: Well, speaking of focusing, when I um when I use Google Calendar, of course I use it for all of my events and meetings and conference calls, but I'm also big on using it as my to-do list and listing out my tasks. And generally what I'll do is the night before, I'll make a list of tasks to accomplish the next day. So by default, Google Calendar doesn't show your list of tasks, it's really simple to add it. All you have to do is on the left-hand side of your main calendar, you'll go back to that little My Calendar section. And again, there's the little um, arrow that points down on the right-hand side of the word My Calendar. And you just select tasks, and now that'll display on your calendar. It'll show up in your um, in your month or day or week view, however you choose to see it.
0: And I have to say, as a list maker, it's an awesome thing. But um, oh, yeah. the other the other thing that I love, of course, is sharing your calendar. I mean, we've we've okay. mentioned it a couple times. It's kind of almost pivotal uh, in many respects. Um, because you can share your Google Calendar with anyone via email so it's as easy as going into the settings and then clicking on calendars or you can actually when you you can from when you're looking at in the left-hand column your list of calendars when you click on the the arrow button that points down it'll allow you to it to, to click on share this calendar and when you click on share this calendar you all you need to do is add in an email address and then select how, how you want to share this calendar with somebody. You can give it to them so they can see they can make changes and manage sharing so they can share it with other people. You can set it up so they can see only the details of the events or you can set it up so they can see if you're free or busy and the details won't show at all. So it's kind of – it's a great way when you're – depending on the relationship you have with somebody to let them see when you have time, but you don't have to share everything with them. Uh, and, and then if you have – if you have a project or something, then you can share all the details, and then you can, you can both be adding things to a, to a calendar. Um, I know that it's, it's become kind of pivotal for me and my daughter – for to have a shared calendar and to be able to add both add things because then she knows what's going on and then she can let me know what she wants to do. So and that's how that's uh, from a mom perspective, it's really training her how to use it as well. Which is kind of awesome. But
1: um, so we're talking about your seven year old, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're talking about she doesn't she's not very sophisticated about it, but <laughs> it's hey, a that
1: it's, she can get on and do that, that Pretty
0: fantastic. So um so Lenore, so what go ahead. I want you to talk okay. about the agenda.
1: Yeah, so one thing that's really helpful for me, like I said before, is it's really helpful for me to have constant reminders. And what's great is you can have your agenda emailed to you. Um so it's just another point of contact with you and your calendar. So you can set Google Calendar to email you your agenda every day. All you have to do is hit the S, which again will take you to settings. And on the calendar tab, click on notifications. Um, it's about in the middle of the page. Here you can decide do you want what do you want emailed to you? New events, if somebody should change an event, somebody cancels an event, that's a big one. You know, if you're getting ready to go somewhere and you're not necessarily looking at your calendar, but you have your email open and the person you're having a meeting with decides to cancel, you'll get an email that just shoots to you and say the event's canceled. Um, And then you can also have your daily agenda sent to you and it'll get sent to you the night before around five o'clock in your time zone. So you're all set for the next day.
0: And, And I have that. So for me, it's really great because then I, when I look at, at my emails, you know, I have not only like what I need to do as far as responding to people's emails, but I also have a picture in my mind of what I had planned for my day. Uh, so the, the, I had mentioned before, and this is a great productivity tip. If you, if you don't want to have to mess with, you know, adding all the details is the quick ad again. Now that's you, it's, it's literally, you can put in, um, just what? What's the what's the type of the meeting? With who? Where and when? And it will automatically populate all of that information into the Google Calendar. So um, so it'll take you know meeting if you put in meeting with Tom on Tuesday 2:15 p.m. It'll automatically put all that information with meeting with Tom. And it'll put in the next Tuesday at 2.15. And it'll put it in for an hour's time. If you want to put something in for the whole day, you don't have to put in July 24th. You can put in 7.24. It's, Google has it, so it's really smart. So it can read several different formats and understand what you've written. And the great trick is, is that if you want to have a, a have a meeting with somebody and then you want to invite them to it, all you have to do is put in their email address. So if I had a meeting with Lenore, I would go meeting with Lenora at lolatech.com on, you know, August 24th at 3 p.m. And it would automatically generate not only the event in the calendar, but an invite to her for that event.
1: Right. And so. it's great because then I get an email saying, you've been invited to this event. Would you like to add it to your calendar? And I just hit yes, and it shows up on my calendar, so I won't miss it. And I will get notified on my text messages, my emails, and whatnot, you know, half hour before to remind me of my meeting with Doug. (laughs) (laughs) So what's
0: So what's another great one?
1: Calendar search is a great one. It's a really handy option to take note of. If you hit the slash key, that's the quick search, and you can see, a list of events by the venue, the participant, what type of event. But then there's a more advanced way to search. If you select the show search option next to the search toolbar, you can narrow down your search by what, who, and where fields. So that's great. Like if you can remember two of the three or one of the three and you can't remember exactly all the details, you could go to that option. It'll drill it all down for you.
0: And I, if I, like a lot of people, when, when you're like doing invoices or you're trying oh, yeah. to say, oh, well, that's it's a great option. And then if you're trying to figure out like what, when was that, that when was the last game that the kids had and where, and it was at what field? You can, you you, you pull up all that information and it'll all be right there for you. So um, some, time my husband took me on a date.
1: Could
0: search
1: for that, bring that up. Yes, <laughs> that's a good one. And put it on his calendar so he can't forget.
0: So to wrap this all up, the the other thing is that Google has made it available so that if you're using Chrome as your uh, as your browser, you can read your calendar offline. So if you're somebody who is definitively needs to have access to your calendar all the time, no matter what it's available offline and, and that can make a big difference. So those are our 10 kind of productivity tips and tricks for using Google, Google calendar. And we hope you have gotten some valuable tips and ideas out of it. Um, Stay tuned for more from us. We're going to be doing more podcasts and Expanding to blog posts and training, so stay tuned. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to shoot us an email. And that's uh, D A L L P O R T at Three com, And uh, or to Lenore, and I'm gonna spell it out. It's Lenore L-E-N-O-R-E at LolaTech L O L A T E C H dot com. And we would We would love to look in our our bag of tips and tricks and share some of our goodies with you. So we would love to hear from you. And until next time, we're hoping that you are working smarter and not harder and having fun along the way. So I think that's good. Go ahead, Lenore. You want to wrap? Any last words?
1: I was just saying thanks, everybody, for
0: listening. And
1: feel free to email us just to say hi. You don't have to have a question. You can just email us to say
0: hi. We're nice people. We'll write back. (laughs) We'll write back, most definitely. All right. Well, you guys have a great day, and we look forward to hearing from you.